Welcome to This Is Your Book Club Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. So good to be here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Just cruising to the end of the year. We have snow. We do. Just so you know, our weather update. We have winter is upon temperatures. us. It's cold. It's cold. Today was the first day at school with snow, snow How did at that recess. Go? And so there was snow all over the rug. From their boots. I don't know how to fix, because I don't want to sit on the rug with wet. I mean, I get where they're coming from, but I don't have a solution for it. Because you need rug time. They have to come sit at the rug. And they've got their big, so there's a part Mm. of me that's like, can I request there be like indoor shoes that we slip into? Like if everyone brings a pair of Crocs and just leaves them, then you can, but we only have a 10 minute recess. Everyone putting on boots. Ew. And then slipping into the inside shoes when we get back in, that would be a whole nother 10 minutes. Do you have to wear shoes if they have socks? I don't know. I guess there's kind of the idea that if the fire alarm was to go off, you'd have to, and I had them all barefoot in socks. I didn't consider that. They need to be at get out of the building quick without having to put shoes on. Because to me, it's like, that sounds nice not to have shoes on. Yeah. It sounds nice to me too. I hate wearing shoes. That's and just salt. me, though. But and the salt, because salt gets yeah. stuck in their boots too. So once the snow all melts off the carpet, then my carpet is full of salt. of salt. Ew. Anywho, there you go. The problems of the problems of kindergarten. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and all the gloves and scarves and hats and boots and coats for a ten minute recess. It's a lot, but. That's where we're at. I wish you luck. Thank you. I send all the (laughs) snowy good vibes your way. Then there's those kids who are like, I don't need a coat. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Bless a child. (laughs) Just run outside and play. That's one less kid I have to get gloves and coats and hats on. Seriously. The faster you run, the warmer you'll be. Yeah. So just go run. Well, the amount of gloves that have gotten lost at school. Like I'm like, don't take gloves. Yeah. You're just, you're fine. Because you're never going to bring them home. Never. And I'm not going to keep buying you more. Do you know how many times I get messages from parents like, so-and-so didn't come home with their gloves today, and I'm like... Too bad for you. Well, they came home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. My job is done. But honestly, I cannot even imagine doing that. How would a teacher keep track of everyone's gloves? Oh, my gosh. And everyone, this is, everyone gets the purple gloves from Costco. Oh, Everyone, every That's year. That's hilarious. So I have like five girls. But they don't girls, put their names on them? Nope. Who well, all duh. have gloves from the exact same gloves. And I'll get these messages like, hey, so-and-so said that so-and-so accidentally took her gloves. Can you reach out to their parents? No. And no, I can't do that for yeah, you, actually. I'm busy planning their lessons. Right. It's a lot. It's Ooh. hard to keep track. And I get it as a parent. Like... I don't, don't get it. buy the nice. Just go get the little knit ones. Go get the knit ones. For our 10-minute recess, if you're the gonna, knit ones are good. You just expect them to get lost. And you're then, sending yeah. them out into the world. They're five and six years old. Like, you're going to lose gloves. You're going to lose gloves. That's on you. Yeah. 
and then you'll just if have you to want buy those more. nice gloves, you keep those ones at home for when you go in the snow. Yeah, at home. At home, but at school, just the cheapy knit ones, and then when they're lost, you won't feel bad about it's like, them. Let me go back to Walmart and get another uh, pair yeah. of a dollar. I think they're like mittens, two for a dollar. Yeah, day after Thanksgiving, yeah. stock up. That's my advice to <laughs> elementary aged to moms with or dads with elementary aged kids. Yes, go stock up on cheapy gloves because they're not coming home. Yes. Speaking of elementary. Or put your names in them. Or, yeah. Well, duh. That's all right. I can say is yeah. duh. There you go. Speaking of elementary age kids, mm-hmm. we give, if you're under eight years old, every family, in our family, like my extended family. Okay. If you're under eight years old, every family gives you a gift. But it's like $5, $10 or less. Mm-hmm. Just a little something. Yeah. Because gifts are so fun when you're little. When you're little. And you just want to open things. So this year I was like going through all the ideas because it's Amazon time. Right. And I'm like, what am I going to give? What am I going to give? You know what I'm giving? Gloves. Books. Oh, I love it. Do you know how many fun like wintry books are out right now? I did How to Catch a Snowman. Ooh. How to Catch a Snowman. I haven't seen that one. It's so cute. I have How to Catch a Leprechaun and it is a fave. So I'm assuming it's the same author. Yes, they have all kinds of them. Like there's like How to Catch Santa, How to Catch a Witch. They have them for Halloween too. Okay. Anyway, I haven't seen any of the other ones. They're totally on sale on Amazon. The cutest books. They are, I'm thrilled. I am so excited about it. That is exciting. I got these cute little like. Why I love you ones for the little little ones. Mm-hmm. They're board books. They're so cute, so cute, but it's like I love board a bear books. and a anyway. They look like winter animals. Yeah, it's so cute. I'm so excited about it. Thank you, books, for saving me again. There you go. Books are always the answer. It's a gift. Always the answer. They're so good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Also, update on Spotify. Please. I know we talked about it last time. Yeah. For those of you that are also dabbling in the Spotify audiobook world, mm-hmm. I learned a new thing. Okay. Teach us all. I do not have unlimited access to audiobooks on Spotify. Okay. So this is with your premium membership. Premium subscription. So you're paying for this subscription. Yes. It's like $7.99 or something like that a month. For my whole family, mind you, like right. I have, you get six people included in this $7.99. Okay. I get 15 hours of listening a month. For books. Which is like, that's one book for me. Right. My question is, does everyone in your family get 15 hours or it's a collective 15 hours? I'm not sure. I think each person would have that, but I would, I will say, even though my kids are never going to use theirs, yeah, they're right. not. But you wouldn't be able I, to lock in, it log would, in. Under I could, them. but it would be so annoying. Yeah. To like log out and log in and blah, blah, blah. I probably would never do that. Yeah. And plus they're listening to their music at the yes, time. Yes. Because so if I'm on their account listening to a book. They can't listen to their music. Right. Only one phone or whatever is going to be yeah. able to access their personal account at a time. Okay. So, so I get 15 hours. I cheaper get one than book. Audible. Cheaper one book Audible. a month for yeah. $7.99. And I think Audible's $14.99 or yeah, $15 something a month. Yep. So a little cheaper, but not 
not we what were I saying was dreaming. too good to be true. And it was. Slightly. So it's not unlimited. No. Is and there I will a, one say, that you can get unlimited? That's a good question. I haven't looked that far into it. Okay. I will say, like, it's nice to have it there um, when I don't want to wait for, like, a long hold. Right. Or, you know, I don't want to pay, 50, you know, whatever. Right. Once a month to not have to use an Audible subscription. Because you're going to pay for Spotify anyway. Your family yes. uses it. So it's yes. there anyway. Right. You get one extra book a month. Just kind of like some, I have it in my back pocket. Yeah. Right. can pull that out when I, that each works. month. Yeah. So I don't have to wait. So I nice. think. It does have a lot that, of new books. Oh. It does have a lot of like current new releases that have very, very long, long waits, waits at our library. Okay. So for that, it's nice. Yeah. I, I, do, I am glad about that. I don't think I'll jump on yet. We're going to, I'll keep playing with yeah, it. Yeah. You let I'll, me know. I'll keep I'm going to keep thinking about it. That, I think that. I already pay so many subscriptions I know, for things. I know. It's never Sheesh. ending. Yes. I'm with you. All right. Well, now. Let's talk about book club. <laughs> what are we here for, Jamie? <laughs> what? I know. We've talked weather, Spotify apps. Uh, I know. Um, we know that's why you came. Anything else fantastic. Right. Any updates on movies or – I have nothing else. I don't <laughs> I watch really movies don't. or TV shows. So. I did watch – I have been watching The Crown. Oh, And this is not. the season where Princess Diana dies. Oh, so this is a big season. It's what we've all been waiting What for. season is it? Five, maybe. I watched the first two seasons, I believe. I have, I'm, and I liked it. There's yeah. no reason why I haven't gone back. I just have a hard time sitting and watching. Sure. Like, sure. I don't, I don't really watch a lot of shows. It, ha I don't know, it has to like really grab me, and then I binge and can't shut it off. Yes. So I think there's a part of me that's a little scared to like something. Yes. Because then I'll stay up all yes. night long. I absolutely get that. So. I have a hard time with that. Hmm. Anyway, that's a weird okay. side note. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if good. you're watching the crown, let me know what you thought of how this also, last season goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's I shorter. traveled. I was in an airport this last week and I always stop and buy a book. Yeah. And there was not a single book <gasps> that I wanted. Really? Is that weird? Very. There seems to always be something. This time I was just kind of a dud an of an airport book. Yeah. Like book. Yes. I don't know what it was. I kind of was looking at him and I was like, well, there's that. But there was nothing like, ooh, because usually there's one I've been waiting for or I know it's like the 18 week wait from the library. So it's worth buying. Mm -hmm. No, not this time. Hmm. So that Hard was like, I walked away and my husband was like, you didn't buy a book? I'm like, no, I just got me some. Lifesaver gummies. There you go. Those are good too. <laughs> Bottled water. It's a good second. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I have books to listen to on my phone. I know. Sometimes I'm that's my go. thing. I'm like, hmm, am I really going to sit and read the entirety of this book when I can listen to it in a couple days? Right. Time. Time, time, time. Time, time. time. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Jamie, do you have Back a fun books. fact for us? I do. Our book. I was hoping. Good. I'm glad I could provide. Our book for December is Holiday Romance by Catherine Walsh. Yes. And Miss Catherine Walsh, there are so many people with your same name. Who knew? I There's a poet from Ireland. There's an Ooh. actress from, they're all from Ireland too. Is it like too. John Smith? Yeah. It must Ireland. be a very common name in Ireland because there were three. There was like an actress, a poet, and an author. And they were all from Ireland. 
And then there were some from the some Catherine Walsh's from the US. Anyway. Interesting. So it was a little hard to find. But on bookcoacher.com, um, they have a a bio of Catherine Walsh. And she was born and raised in Ireland. She has a degree in popular literature. And the only prize she ever won for writing was at the age of 14 in school. <laughs> and she still cherishes it. Oh, Of course, of course you should. Do. That's important. You put that on the wall, on the fridge. Indeed. Um, she lived in London for a few years where she worked in publishing and, a non- and in the nonprofit sector. And then returned to Dublin, where she lives now in the between the mountains and the sea. When not writing, she is trying and failing to not kill her houseplants. Oh, don't we all? Can I tell you where all my houseplants are right now? Where? On the back porch. Okay. Alive? Remember I said it's snow <laughs> and freezing <laughs> are here? They, alive? <laughs> they are not alive anymore. Oh. It was kind of one of those, like, I have these all over the house. I look at it and I'm like, I got to water all those. And then I don't get to it. I got to water all those and I don't get to it. So finally I was like, out of sight, out of mind. (laughs) I kept my two favorites. I understand. My two big that I'm, that I am absolutely in love with. And the rest went on on the back patio where they are currently living. Yeah. Until I decide I have failed as a house plant person and that's okay. That's okay. Then I'll take care of them. But for now, anyway. It's a time in a season, Jamie. It's right. Okay. Maybe not now. Not the time, not the season. I have too much clutter to have plants. I need to learn how to organize my stuff before I can add plants to my house. Anyway, I'm excited to read Holiday Romance. Me too. Are you excited? It's going to be so fun. I'm, I need a lighthearted holiday romance. It's exactly what I need. I had one, a merry little meet cute came available today in my Fine. library so i have one but now i'm i will put another on my list and I hopefully that hopefully we'll get to it so i don't have to buy it we'll see we'll see until then i'm excited me too let's take a break got it All and right. now let's talk books i'm so very excited so- sarah remember that i've been in a funk of starting a book and not finishing it. Yeah. I did it again. I started one and it was, it's interesting, but I didn't finish it in enough time. So the library just automatically takes it back. Yes. And then I just left it there and was like, I don't think I want to go check it out again. It was, it was weird. It was called bunny. Bunny. Uh, It was weird, but I would have liked to have seen where it was going. But at the same time, there were other things on my um, list that I wanted. Oh, I think I've seen that cover this month. Yeah, it's been on a lot of lists. It's weird. It kind of was reminding me a little bit of, did you ever see the movie Heathers? No. Okay. Well, it was like late 80s, maybe early 90s. And it was these three girls. Yeah, I know. I'm (laughs) I'm older than you. Please rub it in some more. (laughs) It's like this club of girls and they're, of course, all named Heather. Such an 80s name. Of course. So Heathers, and they were kind of like dark and sinister. And that's kind of what this, they refer to each other as bunny. They're all bunny. Hey, bunny. Hey, bunny. It's kind of like, hey, Barbie. Hey, Barbie. But they're all bunny and they're in like college at this writing group and it really was interesting at some point i will go back to finish it up and see where it goes there's like a dark 
you know, any element anyway, but not this week. So I only have two books to talk about today. Okay. Um, but two books is enough for me. Well, I would love to hear about them. Will you start with what's on your shelf? Oh, yes. Let me tell you what I've been reading. Please. I have got a lot to talk Hopefully about. Hopefully you're not in the funk that I've been in. I was in that funk three months ago. Okay. I have deep empathy for you. Thank you. I am I'll, no longer there. So, I will Jamie, make it through. let me be your hope. Okay. I am Please. hitting, like, my stride. I've just come across some really good books. Excellent. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Tom Lake by Ann Patchett. Oh, this, I was just looking on my library today, and this is the next book on my holds that's coming three. I'm out three weeks on it still, but that's what's up next. You are going to enjoy it. Am I? You liked it. I think it. so. Okay. Um, the only other Ann Patchett that I've read is like The Good House or whatever. Is that what it's called? I'll tell you. It's, the one that Tom is Hanks it the good, reads. Yeah, I know. Tom, is it called The Good the House? The Dutch The house. Dutch House. I was like, that doesn't seem right, but... The Dutch, the Dutch house. house. Got it. Yes. Um, she. We, we know she's read, written a lot of books. I've only read those two. Okay. Um, I was like one foot in, one foot out of The Dutch House because I loved Tom Hanks reading to me. I felt Him like my... Reading. You know, my dear friend was telling me a story and who can't adore that, whatever the story is. Anything. You talk to me all day long, Tom Hanks. Right. But if I took Tom out of it, I found you the Dutch didn't. house kind of boring. Um, I think I liked, there are some of hers that I absolutely love. I liked the Dutch house. I probably gave it four stars. Okay. Is what I'm thinking. Maybe three. But um but I'm trying to think what the other book of hers was about. Mm, there was like a a house for women that became pregnant. It was ran by the nuns. Hmm. I don't know that one. Mm, I'm going to figure it out. But tell us about Tom the, Lake. Tom Lake. There we go. So Tom Lake is another winner. I don't know how Anne Patchett does it, but Meryl Street is the narrator. Right. I don't know. Oh. Because I got to say, like, would they be Tom as Hanks. amazing? I don't know. I did. I will say this. I enjoyed Tom Lake tremendously more mm -hmm. than um, The Dutch House. I like the story of Tom Lake. Now, the, the story of Tom Lake is Tom Lake is a lake in, I don't know, Michigan? I don't know where it is. Sounds like a place with lots it's of lakes. It's the Midwest. Okay. And we are following the life of, well, she start, you know, as this young girl. Well, she's a, she's a married woman at the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, Lara is her name. She's married. She has adult daughters. And it's pandemic time, COVID, okay. where everybody has gone home. And she, her kids, her daughters are asking her about this specific time in her life that they all know a little bit about, but they want details. She was an actress at one time and she dated for a summer a very famous actor before he got famous. So he was also acting. They were in this summer plays doing, you know, at this show house um, for the summer at Tom Lake and okay. they had a summer romance. And the daughters want the details. Mm. And so oh, throughout this book, you are 
going back in time where she, we're hearing the story and learning about that time when she was young and her childhood, what led her there, and then how she ended up being a farmer's wife mm-hmm. with three daughters. And okay. you kind of get all these personalities. Each of her daughters have their own unique personalities and ideas about their mom having this mm-hmm. affair before she was married, you know, whatever. Right. You know, and and then what it actually looked like to Lara. Yeah. Her experience dating this actor before he was big. Mm-hmm. And her feelings about that after the yeah. fact. Yeah. Like, you know, it was it, it's a really good story. Like it was a it was a fun story. I enjoyed it. It went all over the place, but I every time I think about it, I just hear Meryl Streep telling me this the story. story. Yeah. And she is so good. Like she just you just listen. I feel like she is I'm I could envision her on a screen like, doing it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just like that's how I felt. Yes. It was and just it was so, good. so feeling like at home. Yes. When you're listening. And it was it was really good. And I enjoyed the story. Obviously, there were things that I'm it's long. It's always long. She she, she yeah. writes a good long book. And I don't know if it needed, but it was very intricate and weaving. I enjoyed it a lot. I gave it four stars. Awesome. Tom Lake by Ann Tatchett and Meryl Streep. I feel like she deserves half the credit because it shout out. She's so great. Anyway, I would love to hear other people's take. Like, was the story really good? Mm -hmm. Which I actually do think this was a good story. I would love to hear other people talk. Or is it just that we yeah. love listening to these people to these char- that to these, we yeah. love so much? I don't know. So I was looking through my Goodreads at Ann Patchett books that I've read and what I rated them. The Dutch House, Bel Canto, State of Wonder, um, The Patron Saint of Liars. That's the one where unwed mothers um, t- um, give birth in this home with nuns. Mm. I gave them all four stars. Okay. And these precious days, which is essays about her life and her thoughts, I gave five stars. I absolutely <laughs> loved these precious days. Okay. So I am a fan yes. of Ann Patchett. I just, when you said Bel Canto, I was like, oh, I've read Bel You Canto. did not like Bel Canto. I gave it two stars. You I did I was not like so it. annoyed by Bel Canto. Yeah. Um, uh, I have to say, Patron State of Liars and State of Wonder are probably my favorites of her, besides these precious days. Okay. But that being a memoir is maybe in a different category. Yes. But um, I really liked State of Wonder and Patron Saint of Saint of Liars. Okay. Anyway. I like her. I don't know if she's one I'd go back and like dig in. I have a couple that I'm like want to read, but I don't know right. if I'll do it. Yeah. If it's I, not I'm your not cup of like, tea, it's not your cup of tea. Man, batch it. Yeah. I don't feel that way. Okay. You don't have to. I'll feel Thank that way that. about her. And then you can feel that way about someone else. Okay. How about that? That works for me. Perfect. We balance each other out. Indeed. Okay. The first one I'm going to read about today is Evil Eye by Ooh. Etaf Rum. Ooh. Etaf Rum also wrote uh, A Woman Is No Man. Do I Did you read this? I feel like I'm seeing the cover in my brain. Of which one? Evil, Evil Eye? Evil Eye. It has the evil eye on it. Yeah. Which is like a a very yes. specific. Yes. Like. I have totally seen this. Tr- like, I'm not a trophy, but like an emblem that you hang in your home to keep. Oh, I didn't know that. Away evil. My 
I was introduced to it when my brother-in-law and his family lived in Turkey and they sent us an evil eye and you hang it above your door and it's supposed to protect you from evil. Ward off. Yeah, something okay. like that. Um, so um, I loved A Woman Is No Man. Okay. I yes. read that a couple of years ago. Have I you read that? that one. I have the physical book and never read, read it. it. That is one I read the physical book of. I gave it four stars. It is fantastic. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed this one as well. Um, this one just came out. Um, Evil Eye was released in September of this year. And um, it is about a Palestinian American woman. And she was born here in the U.S., but her parents came over um, from Palestine. And their family, she compared to her mother's life, she has so much privilege. Like She is married to a man that she loves. He was totally okay with her getting a college degree and working, which is not typical of the female in these cultures. So they have two kids. She has a career that she loves. Um, he's working. Everything seems so good. She is so privileged. And yet she's not happy. She's miserable. And every time she tries to voice her feelings, everyone's just like, how can you even say that? I would have loved to have been able to go to college. I would have my, yeah. you know, my husband, I stayed home and took care of the kids and had dinner on the table. Well, she does all of those things and work. So there's still these very traditional roles in her household that are expected, of that are expected but she her husband was open to her going and getting a college degree and doing so. She has a degree. She works. She's a professor at a university, but she's got to pick up the, they've got two girls. She's got to pick them up. She's got to get them to school. She's got to come home and have dinner on the table ready for her husband when he gets home. And then she sits down and eats with him and everything, like the whole evening goes how he would like it. And whenever she tries to talk about her feelings, he just can't understand that because he thinks he's provided so much better than what their parents had or what their parents' life was. Which but, is Which is great. great, but she's still really struggling with mental health and that's such a taboo subject in their culture. Mm-hmm. And okay. she has been told by her mom that they were cursed. And so they would always have this it wasn't mental health. This was a curse. And there was nothing you could do if you were cursed. That's awful. And so she has a lot of things from her childhood that she thought she had dealt with and was fine with. But as we have learned, all of those things that we suppress and push down show up in some form or another. Our bodies don't yes. just get rid of them. They stay there no. somewhere. And she is struggling with depression, anxiety, and some things happen at work and she's forced to go see a therapist. And at first she's very anti because that's not their culture, you know, but yeah. the more she gets into the therapy and, you know, at first she's just like, this is ridiculous and dumb. And, um, but the more she's hearing these things from the therapist and she's processing it, these actions that she's done, she's had these little outbursts occasionally are starting to make more sense. So it's her learning how to self-regulate, how to process trauma and grief and really understand what she wants, what she needs for her, not for everybody else in her life. Yeah. It is really well written. 
I really like Etef Rum. She and it I really enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. Highly recommend both of her books, wow. Evil Eye and A Woman Is No Man. Fantastic reads. That's awesome. Yeah. On the list. Heavy. Right. These are heavy subjects. Both of yes. her books very heavy. Um, I'll just put a uh trigger warning on I think there are things in Evil Eye that um a slight trigger warning. But a woman is no man would be um, a lot of domestic violence. So a little heavier trigger warning on that one for you. Um, But both really, really well written, great stories, empowering stories. Sure. Wow. There you go. Very cool. Awesome. Um, Okay. The next book I'm going to talk about is The Many Lives of Mama Love, a memoir of lying, stealing, writing, and healing by Laura Love Harden. This seems so familiar. I know I haven't read it. Tell me about it because I feel like maybe I've heard a podcast episode about it or I have some reference to it. It seems very familiar. Yes. This was recommended to me by a friend of mine, Laura, actually. Ah. And she was like, oh, I just finished the book. You got to check it out. So I was like, oh, I will put it on my list. She's an Mm -hmm. avid reader. And if she recommends it, it's usually really good. So. Um, I mean, it has four and a half stars mm-hmm. with like wow. 12,000 ratings. Um, this is the story of a woman whose name is Lara Love. She is 41 years old and addicted to drugs. Okay. Um, she is married to an addicted man. A man who is addicted to also addicted to drugs. And together they are not good for each other. Um, they have one son together, but they also bring to their marriage children from previous marriages. Okay. Um, so she has like two or three, I can't even remember, boys with her previous marriage, and then this son that they have that's young. He's only okay. like two years old, three years old. And um, we meet Lara as she is just in the thick of it. She's she steals money, credit cards out of women's people's purses at the playground. Oh my gosh! Um, she knows that the best place to get easy access to someone's purse is in the parking lot of a private school because people feel just like leave. nothing's ever going to happen there, and so she can go and steal stuff from there. Um, She tells herself that it is like a victimless crime because the credit card companies just cover any of the expenses. So it's not hurting anyone. Yeah, she's not hurting anyone. Um, And she always like the stories that she tells herself, like we, you go right along with her. Like she's like, I'm such a better mom than these other moms who have, you know, alcohol in their, in their tumblers. Mm-hmm. That you can't see, right? Like they're right. walking around with their drinks. Everyone's hiding their alcohol because she never drank alcohol. So she feels so like she's, she's better because she hasn't touched alcohol. Yes. What was her drug of choice? Um, painkillers. It start yeah. It start pills. Like it started a lot with pills. Um, and then she started snorting heroin. Okay. Yeah. So it so it, it went progressed. To, yeah. yeah. She had been in and out of rehab, like. In her younger years, like that's where she met her husband was in rehab mm-hmm. and um, just 
it was interesting. And she talks a lot about like how she got where she was. Like maybe it was that her mom was an actually a really good mom and mm-hmm. her dad was non-existent. He died when she was young and her mom never was really there. And then, you know, her first husband, they got pregnant at the very early times of their marriage. And anyway, so then they got married and he wasn't faithful. And so like, maybe it was his fault. So she yeah. kind of talks about all these different things. Well, there's lots of reasons, um, but ultimately, you know, it's where does the buck stop? It stops with mm-hmm. her. And at the very beginning of the book, when you're learning like all these things that she's doing to get high, um, she gets caught and mm. they, they get arrested and they're in jail and both her and her husband. Yes. And it talks about her experience losing her son, mm-hmm. um, being in jail, what it's like in jail, which is a whole other. I'm not even, you could, you got to read it. I will not, I can't express, explain what that is like for her. It's pretty crazy. I don't, I, if, if anything, it just reaffirmed the sentiment I already felt about the jail system, which is it's so flawed. It is so messed up. It is a business that makes money and they do a lot of things to perpetuate their business. And it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. And then it's her path after that experience, trying to get her son back, trying to get back on her feet, and where she ultimately takes her life, which is pretty amazing. Wow. I I don't – I was so surprised. I didn't know who she was when I read mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. And then to learn the things that she'd done, I was like, wow, wow. And it's – it's always sure? a good redemption story. It always right. is a good reminder to to me to be, to not judge and and that there's hope. There's yeah, to give people the benefit of the doubt. Oh. Yeah, cuz like, you know, you don't always have to be a certain person. Right. There can be if people are making choices. Now I think on, the only person who can decide that is you. It's you yourself. What kind of person do you want to be because Right. You know, she had to decide for herself. She couldn't choose for her husband who he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. She had to choose for herself. And it's good. It was really, really good. I gave it four stars. Um, It's very eye-opening. It's a little bit disheartening and encouraging. Like, it's all those things when you hear a person's real-life struggles. Right, Because right? right. it's always all the things. And it really the is. And she's, people go she's through. an excellent writer. That's amazing, too. She's a very, very good writer. And so you'll have to find out what happens to her wait. after going down that road. I just put it on hold. It's very good. Um, I am like seven weeks out on it, though. So I felt someday, like I didn't have – like, I felt like it came – Pretty quick? Yeah. So – and did you get through it fast? So fast. Because it was just riveting. So, so fast. I yeah. don't even think it's, like, super long. Thinks it was oh, nine no, it's hours. like 300 pages. So it was, but I didn't feel that way. I, I started it after Thanksgiving and finished it. No, that can't be right. I, I, I read it last week. Okay. Yes. It did not take me very long Okay, because it was very good. And it was like, yeah, every part was necessary. It never felt like, oh, why? This bored, is too much. No, yeah. no, it was very good. And it was very good. Four stars. The Many Lives of Mama Love by Laura Love Harden. Awesome. Okay. My other book that I'm going to talk about today is Becoming Free Indeed by Ginger Duggar Volo. Okay. 
Violo, I think. Anyway, this is one of the Duggars, 19 Kids and Counting. Um, she started on this show when she was about 10 years old. Um, wow. And so she really grew up in the public eye. Yeah. And um, and the, the total title of the book is Becoming Free Indeed, My Story of Disentangling Faith from Fear. Um, and she, and I'll say, um, she uses someone to help her. It, she is, she wrote it with a Corey Williams. She says, I'm not a great writer. Yeah. So she had someone help her with the writing. It's nothing. It's not like, like you said with Mama Love. Right. That she's a fantastic writer. No, this is not fantastic writing. Uh, interesting story. It's not a tell all of the Duggar family, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people who watched the show, which there was an era of my life, um, when I was into the Duggars and John and Kate plus eight, those oh. were my, and mm-hmm. the little couple, mm-hmm. those were my three that I kind of followed when mm-hmm. my kids were little and I was up in the middle of the night feeding a baby. Then that is what I would put on and watch. Um, so I was into it a little bit, haven't been for a long time, but it definitely what the Duggar family has gone through in the last four years with their oldest son and, and the sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely some interesting. This is not a tell all. This does not go into any of that. This is purely Ginger's. Um, she marries a, she's raised in this IBP. Uh, I think that's what it's called. The name of her religion. The name of the person they follow, Bill Gothard, and it's the um, basic life principles of Bill Gothard. And there's this hmm. group. It has like a homeschooling um, program program that you follow. They have these conventions. You can go see him speak. He's got a huge, huge following, and I think she refers to it as IBLP. And that stands for, you know, something that he has all these books that you read and all these anyway. Crazy. So she grew up in that and she um, talks about how on the show, she really felt like it was her job to educate others on her religion, her religion and being Christ-like, her beliefs and being Christ-like and the way their family lived and that they so much had to... um present themselves as Bill Gothard said they should having Mm. your skirt a certain length, wearing your hair a certain way, speaking a certain way that women's roles were this and men's roles were this. And just everything they did was very much um, Bill Gothard preached. Yeah. And they, he came to their house once she met him multiple times. He was Mm -hmm. always at these things. Anyway, he was just looked to, as a god to their family. And when she got married, um, she married Jeremy Volo, and he was not raised in this same religious belief. He's Christian. His father was a pastor. I believe he was Baptist. Um, okay. But I'm not positive on that. But his father was a Baptist. And they spent their whole um, courting, is what they called it, it took him quite a few times talking to Ginger's dad to even get permission to court her because oh. he was outside of their faith. And so Jim Bob, the dad, was very unsure about um, his daughter 
courting this guy because of that, because okay. of coming from different religions. But ultimately, he ends up um, giving his permission and they start courting. And through their courtship, they're really questioning each other about their faith and studying the Bible. Like, well, if you believe this, you know, what about where in this? the Bible does this say, or what if we interpret it this way? And it really, um, through getting to know him and his beliefs on Christ and comparing them to her beliefs on Christ, she really um, starts to think that she's not as Christian maybe as she thought she was, that she has lived, there's a lot of fear. She lived with a lot of fear because if you sin, then there is evil upon your family and your posterity. So she was always really, really worried that there was a sin she was unaware of and that her family was going to be punished for her sin that she didn't even know she had made. Did I do this wrong? Did I do this wrong? Did I repent for this? Did I, you know, so she was always, every time they got in a car, she was worried someone was going to get in a car accident. She was worried that someone, so she dealt with a lot of anxiety because of the teachings that they followed. And Mm. she, through questioning her beliefs, was able to see that, that fear was not of God, that that mm. was not. And she has come to a place where um, she is comfortable with being a Christian and has a different viewpoint. She still loves her family. She doesn't yeah. talk anything bad about her parents. Um, she had a great childhood, she said, and that her parents were very much committed to their family. Um, but she sees a lot of the danger in Bill Gothard's and she wanted to write the book Hopefully that the people she influenced before, because she wrote a book with her sisters before about modesty and um and courting and all the things, and she now holds a lot of um maybe a little guilt guilt of what she was preaching and that she maybe was putting people down the path that she no longer follows. So she just wanted to put it out there. This hey, that's where I, I was with what I knew and here's where I am now with what I've learned. Okay. So I gave it three stars and that might've been generous three stars. However, I think anyone who is raised in a faith that they love and that they can question and see differences or see, no, this is really what I do believe this or I believe this, you really question your faith and find out where you lie on it. I give a lot of respect for that. And I think it's a very, I think it's very humbling of her to come out and say, Hey, guess what? I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you can disentangle anything I set you, the road I set you down. If that's where you are and you're not happy. If you're happy, great. But if you're not happy, I'm sorry. This was what I did to untangle it. And um, it doesn't have to be that way. There are other ways to be a Christian. Anyway, awesome. I gave it three stars. I like um, I was kind of looking for the nitty gritty of the Duggar family, though, to be honest. That's a different sister. Which, yeah, so I'm waiting for the sister that I want the ins and outs of the making of the show. But it was interesting to hear her relationship with the producers and the cameramen because yeah. they were so much a part of their lives. They grew up with these people. Yeah, for and sure. And traveled with them and all these things. So that was interesting too. Anyway. Cool. 
Interesting. Cool. Always. Three stars. Very good. Okay. Um, The last one that I'm going to talk about is The River We Remember by William Kent Kruger. This is a new release. It just okay. came out in September. I think I got it from Book of the Month, maybe. It was like a September Book of the Month pick. Huh, I don't. This does not seem familiar to me. I'm looking up to see. Oh, oh no. Have you seen it? It's, I mean, it's got 4.4 stars and about 19,000, over 19,000 reviews. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's a well-received book. It's a beautiful cover. It is a beautiful cover. This is the story of a small town in Minnesota in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, and we start off with a bang. They find a dead body. And we're all trying to figure out what happened. This man who died is not beloved of the okay. town. He certainly is the richest in the town, owns the most land. Okay. But he's done a lot of people wrong. And a lot of people have said all the things they hate about him over the years. You know, like, I'm going to get him one day. Lots of that kind of talk. So when he showed up dead, it was like, huh. You would think that. There would be a list of people. You would think that. But fingers quickly started pointing to a local Native American man who Mm. was an employee of his. And he is quickly accused but he refuses to speak on the matter because he doesn't believe he's ever going to get a free trial because people are very prejudiced, prejudiced. against yeah. Native Americans at this exactly time in this area. Go. Yeah. Um, and so throughout this book, we are learning about um, the deceased's family. Okay. And um, people in the town's relationship to him. Um there's we're also following along the sheriff and his life and um there is a young boy who is very interested in this story and what's happening with this native american and so he mm-hmm. and the sheriff how he's going to figure it out and so he gets himself tangled in it and he's like 12 years old or around there and him and his friend get tangled up in it it, I will say this at the beginning, it's the narrator is a man. Okay. That I was like bored. Really? Well, I wasn't bored, but I was like, oh, weird. I don't love this narrator. Sometimes that happens. Absolutely. Yes. I enjoyed this totally story, ruin but a story. I would even, I'm saying like in the first three chapters, I kind of was like, I hope I can make it through this book because, because of his I voice. didn't love the narrator. Okay. Um, and he's probably very average. Like, I'm sure I just, it's It's, not my favorite narrator. We all have a different preference. I get it. With that being said, I was fully sucked into this storyline. Yeah. And I loved this town. I loved the story. I mean, I I hated them because they were prejudiced. And I loved the people. And I loved this story. I did not see how it was going to end. It's quite a mystery. Okay. And I gave it five stars. Woo! I like, I'm not going to tell you any details about this because you have to follow along to like, you need to take this ride. You just need to do it. 
Yes. You don't want me telling you where it's going to go. Absolutely. You not. just have to go. I had no idea. Getting the ride, get in the car and go on the journey. Yes. I didn't know when I started it. I mean, I, I just Anything thought it was it. like an old school story. I didn't realize it was a mystery. Okay. And so that was kind of like, even that was a surprise for me. Yeah. And I love the young kid because you kind of hop from different perspectives, right? Okay. And I loved him. And I mm. did not, I just didn't see. And I, I'm sure that a lot of other people did see, will see the ending before it hits you. I did not. Wow. I really liked it. I thought it was so good. It was so well done. And it's, there's a lot of details, but I never felt lost. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of characters. You're talking about a town. Right. Of people. And I never was like confused or... Um, unsure of like what was happening. Like, wait, what? Wait, what? No, I always could follow. Mm -hmm. I was disappointed sometimes in the people like, come on, be better. But then their redemption was so good. Anyway, it's so good. Yeah. It was so good. I love that. I I like highly, highly recommend it. And mostly let's talk about it. Like this is one where I'm like, okay, pull up a chair. Let's do it. This would be a really good book club Um, pick. Let me just tell you that... Um, I would love to talk to you about it in 18 weeks. <laughs> in 18 weeks. I just Shoot. put it on hold. 17 weeks. Sorry. Maybe it'll I, come fast because I, I yeah. May, people are maybe didn't cruising put through it, it down. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed it. And like I said, this would be if you're looking for a good book for like your book club, this would be good. Now it's longer. Yeah. Don't. Don't be turned off. Invest. You will like, be. You will be glad you did. Tell me how much longer, because I just quit reading a book that was thirty three hours long. It is not that long. It's four hundred <laughs> pages. Okay. Okay. I think it was thirteen, fourteen okay. hours. Yep. Um. If that's manageable. Thirty three. No. Thank no, you. No, that's very very long. This is a very anyway. It's totally worth it. It did not feel overtly long for me. Okay. Who doesn't generally listen to a longer book either? It was just good. Fantastic. Well done, William. What's your name? William Kent Kruger. William Kent Kruger. I want to know. I love a good three. Oh, he wrote This Tender Land, which is so good. That was really good. So good. And he's written some other ones, too, that are older, but. I feel like this tender land just came out. Yes, this tender land. Well, that was 2019. Oh, actually. And I really liked this tender land too. Yeah. I liked that one as well, but I feel like it wasn't too long ago that I read it. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like the Huck Finn story, right? Yes. They were yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave it five stars. I loved it. Yeah. This one is Oh great. Another one from him. I like I, this one even better than This Tender wow. Land. Okay. I can't wait to read it in seventeen weeks. Hopefully it'll come. Before then. <laughs> anyway, so there are some books for you. We'd love to hear from you. If you've read these, if there's some that you think we'd really enjoy, please reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Please let me know because I'm in a slump. What you've been reading <laughs> that can get me out of my slump. You can email yes. us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, and share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibia Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is your book club. club.